Welcome back to Optimize Automate Outsource. I'm Ari Mizell. And I'm Nick Sonnenberg. And today is almost the end of the summer. Uh, we're recording this. It's Monday, August 29th. I am moving back to the city tomorrow, and I have to say I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to getting back into a bit of a, like a more normal routine. I'm looking forward to having you back. It's kind of weird running a company fully, fully remote. Like It's one thing to have the VAs remote, but like to have the partners be separated for three months, you know, it's, it'll be nice to work next to a couple have, days a week. Have the partners separated for three months other than a couple of cases where we get to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's healthy. That's healthy. Because uh, uh, those of you who don't know, we we spar together in uh, RA's training for a boxing match. So I've been a sparring partner for the summer. Yes, yes. So um, and it's 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 it hasn't it hasn't hurt the partnership. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, I'm excited about that. But you got a lot of travel coming up this month. Yeah, I'm going to LA on Wednesday. We have that that presentation that I'm doing there. Um, and then I'm going to London, and then we're going to Genius Network in October. So, yeah, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be in, in Phoenix twice that week. Um, so, yeah, but I'm, I'm looking forward to starting traveling uh, a little bit, too, because there's been some events that I, I'm just looking forward to. So and that, that's the first one. And, and at Genius Network, we'll be launching our new book, uh, which for the moment looks like it's going to be called Idea to Execution in, in a Day. And... We're going to have a thunderclap campaign for that, which you all will hear about shortly. Uh, but speaking of thunderclaps, we still have the thunderclap going for this podcast because of the way that we've recorded this and how many episodes we want to get loaded up. We still have a thunderclap campaign going, and the link for that will be in the show notes, and you can still get in and support it before September 7th. It would be great if you did because then we can have a really good chance of getting this podcast into the new and noteworthy section of iTunes, getting lots and lots of downloads and lots of people listening and benefiting from the words of less doing. So please do that. Go ahead and support it if you can. Uh, I want to mention uh, a few links today while Nick is thoroughly enjoying his his lamb neck. Is that good? <laughs> Very good. Uh, it's, we, we talk about what you eat a lot more than what I eat. So I, I mean, speaking talk of... about your supplements and then my weird, your, your weird supplements and my weird food. Well, so the very first time I ever had lamb neck was with you. And do you remember it was in a sandwich? Do you remember where it was from? Yeah, Untamed Sandwich in uh, Midtown. Yes. So Untamed Sandwich is opening two blocks from my new place in Dumbo. Oh, man. I'm jealous. Yeah. That's one of my favorite sandwiches. Yeah. So uh, if, you, if you haven't had lamb neck before, it's, a, it's, it's quite the experience. Nick is, Nick is more primal than he admits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't use forks and knives either. I really get into it. I, yeah, you just I, you just rip that right out of your teeth. I like it. So uh, this first one is called Tribute.co, and it, this is not a productivity thing per se, but I, I actually really love this idea. So it basically makes it so that a lot of people can collaborate to make a video tribute to someone. So whether you want to do like a birthday video or something for somebody who's leaving a company or a boss or something like that, that's cool. Or like a bar mitzvah, you could do it for. Yeah, so it's really nice. All you do is it, it basically you, you you give all the emails. It invites everybody to it. It records the videos in the browser, and then it compiles them for you, and you can move them around. But it helps you create a very quick and easy tribute video with you know hundreds of people if you want. Cool. Yeah. So it's called tribute.co. The next one. This is two of a very similar service. So I've talked about Growth Geeks before. Uh, so Growth Geeks is uh, a website where you can, it's like Upwork or, you know, or what used to be Elance for growth geeks. So people who are like, I'll get you 10,000 new Twitter followers, or uh, I'll audit, like, I'll help you create like uh, shareable blog content every week or that kind of thing. 
Uh, so they've spun off into these two other sites, Design Geeks and Word Geeks. So on Word Geeks, it's on-demand writers. So you can get somebody who will write a monthly article for LinkedIn or an 800-word press release. So again, this is not new, but they're all vetted by this company. And I have to say, in my experience, every time I've used somebody really good experience, and as a matter of fact, a couple of those people have actually come onto our team as specialists. Our, uh, our infographic person, Nick, is actually someone that I found through Growth Geeks. Um, and she's great. So uh, that's, that's Word Geeks. And then there's also Design Geeks. Very similar thing, obviously, but it's on-demand designers. Logo design, ebook cover and design, infographics, that kind of thing. So it's it just two more outlets for these kind of things. Now, of course, you could definitely get all these services done by us at the Lestering Virtual Assistance. But uh, I'm of the opinion that if you want to try one of these specific services and really see the benefits of outsourcing, then uh, you can do that. And these are, these are two new outlets for it. Well, and, and they can still use them through us, right? Like we might, you know, if, if, uh, if we think that they'd be better than our designer for a specific project, we would point them in the right direction. By the same company, Design Geeks, Growth Geeks? Yeah, it's all the same company. So, uh, and, and actually what they've done is they created something, I'm forgetting what the name of it now is, but they basically created a platform where you can create your own marketplace of outsourced providers, for example. Oh, cool. Yeah. So the next one is called uh, Respondable. And uh, I'm apologize for everybody for a little background noise. I'm at a, I'm, I'm a playdate with my son right now. So I'm recording this in the living room. Uh, okay. So uh, Respondable is the next one that I want to tell you about. So Respondable is from Boomerang. Uh, so, you know, the people who do the, well, the Boomerang plugin, but it allows you to write perfect emails with artificial intelligence. Um, but this one is really cool. So you write the email and in real time, it will show you how likely it is to get a response based on how long the subject is, how many questions you ask, uh, the positivity, the politeness in it. Uh, so it'll actually give you a meter. Do you see this? I do, but I think the number one factor for, for determining the probability of someone replying or not is who you're writing the email to. And if you're putting them in CC or BCC, all these other things I think are second order um, variables, which is interesting. But you know, the main thing is, you know that if you write an email to Joe Polish, the probability is going to be very low that you get a response. Uh, versus someone else. Whether yeah. you write it with a positive tone or not isn't really going to change the fact that he's just not going to respond either way. And I, yeah, I guess for like cold emails, maybe this would help. But yeah, at the same time, yes, that's true. But besides the fact that we want people sending less emails in general anyway, right? Yeah. So anyway, that's respondable. A lot of people, have, there's been a lot of buzz about that one. Anything you want to share that's going on with the company, Nick? Well, one thing we just raised prices. Yes, we have officially raised prices to $149 a month. The hourly is still the same at $40. The $149 yeah. a month subscription fee has gone up. So that's one thing. Um, we're in the final phases of this book that's going to be coming out in October. And we've been really aggressively using Google Docs for this. You know, a handful of people reached out, about 10 people reached out, wanted to be beta readers of the book and do some editing. And like, essentially, we've kind of pretty cool. We've like crowdsourced the editing of the book and got some really good feedback from people. You know, people are finding like two commas next to each other and things like that. So, you know, if, if anyone out there is writing a book, I would really suggest, you know, doing a Google Doc, sharing it, you have to make sure that you share it in a suggestion only mode so that they're not, you know, directly editing the real copy. But suggestions but it's not a new tool that you know google docs have, most of you should probably know about it but using it you know sharing it with 10 people is my first time using it with so many people it's a good point because uh, a lot of people may be used to sharing like google docs with a couple people but if you, you can share it with hundreds if you wanted to and it's actually quite manageable because any suggestion somebody makes it puts a little bubble to the side and you can then just approve or reject that uh, comment yeah the other interesting thing again we've we've recommended calendly 
but just started using it or started the initial process of setting it up in an interesting way. We're going to try in the future testing, paying our VAs at a different rate for nights and weekends versus, you know, nine to five, Monday through Friday. So um, we're going to hack Calendly to do that and basically set up shifts and people can book a shift through Calendly. And it's kind of like a first come first serve. And, you know, the, the first person to book the, the shift will get some additional bonus for working those hours. And, you know, we're using Zapier with, with uh, Calendly so that it automatically is going to be creating a Trello card for us when someone books, which then is like automatically using their API going to be able to keep track of how many hours a given person has logged. So that's just, you know, again, no new tools there, just new ways of using the tools. That's it for me. So the other thing that we were talking about was having our developers coming in person for a little while to work together, which you've done before. Yeah, and, you know, we really obviously promote remote working. Over 100 or probably 150 people working with us now, all completely remote. Even I work remotely with Ari, and we're promoting asynchronous communication and as much as we can. But that being said, every once in a while, it is good to work together. Like you do need some minimum amount of FaceTime, especially someone needs to meet someone for the first time. So it's not just a purely, you know, Skype type of relationship that you can put a face to a name. I think there's a big importance to that. Not to mention, you know, with time zone differences and stuff, you know, it's just good to do an in-person, maybe quarterly, maybe yearly, maybe bi-yearly. But just, you know, where it builds team culture and then also you break down the barriers of the time zone differences and you can really map out longer term projects and make sure that everyone's on the same page. You know, because working remotely is great. You can still coordinate tasks and stuff. But really, if you want to like, you know, map out six month long projects, it's just much to do that when you're next to the person. Well, and I think also part of that is it's like the, the art and the science of like managing a remote team, right? Like it, there's, there, you just, there's, there's just certain times when in, in person is going to make more sense uh, and some part of that. Yeah. And a, a big part of it too is company culture. Like we want people to be happy and, and uh, you know, it's not just always about being efficient. It's, it's about making sure people like doing what they're doing and like the team and the people. So, you know, it's probably 50-50 for those reasons. Yeah. So, well, and actually that reminds me too, for the, that we've gotten a ton of applicants for the less doing coaching certification program and we have room for some more. Uh, those, those people are all going to be here during our certification workshop that's coming up November 3rd and 4th. And, uh, the program is, a, it, it's a really special year long program that, uh, we, we just seen great results and we get to work with people in a really interesting way. And so if you are interested in the less doing coaching program, whether you want to be a coach or not, because about half the people who do it are just interested in improving their own businesses or their lives, go to the less doing website on the resources and you can apply to the coaching certification program. So that's all I have for this episode. Nick, once you got anything else? Also the hero X project. If you have any, um, automation hacks that you want to share with us. And again, it's, it's using, it, it's free tools, right, Ari? It's an automation that um, is scalable using free tools that you yourself use to, um, to help either your personal life or your business life. Um, please submit that to our Hero X project. And what, what's the website? Do you know, Ari? Uh, we'll have it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, so just head over to the show notes and you can link and go to the, uh, the Hero X challenge, the business automation hack challenge. We're- yeah, we're, we're giving out $5,000 worth of prizes for that. So, yeah, awesome. Submit soon.
All right. Well, thanks for listening in and we'll see you on the next episode of Optimize Automate Outsource.